Coming right up, a special edition of Straight Talk with Long Beach City Prosecutor Doug Halbert. This show is brought to you by the Law Offices of Henry Salcido as we continue our 24th anniversary year. Straight Talk is brought to you in part by the Port of Long Beach, a leader in international trade and environmental stewardship. And the Press-Telegram, your local news leader for over 100 years. And Scan Health Plan, for your health and independence. Join us for tonight's edition of Straight Talk. And now your host, Art Levine. Good evening and welcome to Straight Talk. We have a wonderful show for you tonight. Our guest for the whole show is our Long Beach City Prosecutor, Doug Halbert. Doug, welcome back to Straight Talk. Thank you for having me, Art. Good to be back. You bet. Uh, crime figures, uh, uh, although low, are up in Long Beach. Violent crime up 12% this past year. Property crimes up 19%. Your comments on the crime situation? Well, two, 2015 was a difficult year throughout California. Crime went up not just in Long Beach, but in other places as well. Uh, for example, violent crime's up 12% in Long Beach. It's up 19% in Los Angeles. So we're dealing with some difficult times. Uh, obviously, we're still suffering the fallout of realignment and Prop 47. So there have been a lot of changes in the criminal justice system. Uh, but Long Beach PD has done a good job trying to adjust to these changes. Our office certainly has more cases now than it did before uh, since Prop 47 made so many things uh, misdemeanors. But we're, we're adjusting to it. Yeah. Well, uh, let's look at some of the accomplishments of the past year. I know that uh, uh, your use of data uh, regarding the conditions of probation uh, has been creative. Well, the, the use of technology really has come out of the last few lean years we've had budget-wise. We've had to learn how to use technology to stretch our resources further. Uh, using a laser fish, a company here in Long Beach, yes. we've worked on creating ways of transferring data to officers in their patrol cars, data they didn't have access to before. So they're able to effectuate an arrest faster, confirm if someone, for example, is on a gang court order, make an arrest. This last year, we used that same concept to create a database of probation conditions. So in court, when someone pleads guilty, a judge may put them on probation and order them to do or not do certain things. But that order is never translated to the police officers in the field. They never sure. know about it until this year, using Laserfish again, we've created a database so that the conditions of probation are now in the patrol cars. So nice. patrol officers know if someone's violating probation, they can rearrest them and bring them in front of the same judge who ordered them not to do that certain or to do something for probation. Very, very, very creative. Uh, um, and that has helped uh, dampen uh, um, the degree of, of bad guys on the street because they can be uh, rearrested and reconfined, re I guess, if they violate probation. Absolutely. They're subject to rearrest. Um, they were ordered by a court not to do certain things, and when they violate that court order, it's up to the judge to enforce it. But if the officers don't know about it, very they creative. can't bring the first person very, very in, in front of the judge. And you also uh, worked with a workforce development program for 18 to 24-year-olds. Tell us about that. Well, this is very unique. I don't know of any prosecuting agency in the country that's doing this. 
but we've created a court diversion program that is a workforce development program. So an 18 to 24 year old, a, a youthful offender. Who's done something bad. Done, well, uh, committed a very minor uh, yeah. offense, has an opportunity to either avoid jail, avoid paying a fine, or even get their case dismissed if they go into a program, get a certification, get a job. Uh, if they complete this program, they get the, the benefit of that completion. We're finding that there are a lot of 18 to 24 year olds that are not equipped to enter the workforce. And what are they going to do? Uh, they're going to commit crimes. Go back to or, crime. or, or, you know, basically do things they should not be doing. Uh, idle hands at home aren't good. So we want to so give them people. an option uh, of, uh, of a positive direction. For low grade first time offenders, 18 to 24, uh, that we send them to Pacific Gateway, which is our local workforce investment board. They create an individualized plan for that really? person. Really? For that, based Each on. Each person gets their own plan. Uh, and the goal, of course, is to improve employment outcomes while at the same time reducing uh, the number of cases in court and, of course, reducing the impact of those cases for those first-time offenders. How many folks have gone through that program? Well, it's just started uh, about two months ago. We've had 20 people sign up in a very short period of time. So I think over the course of the year, we'll have about 100 to 150 people really? sign up for that. Yeah. So those, uh, they've gotten some early benefit, one of the three things you mentioned and now they're being trained and then we'll be interested in looking at the follow-up data on uh, if they complete the diversion and if they in fact then get a job through that effort. Absolutely, this is a one-year pilot program so we're going to be analyzing it very carefully. After did we get year. funding from some source to do this? Uh, well my office did not but the Department of Labor is funding Pacific Gateway, the city's workforce investment board, to give them money specifically to work with 18 to 24 year olds. We thought diverting justice-involved persons into a program like this Very that are 18 creative. to 24 will help improve their outcomes and, and yeah. also reduce cost to taxpayers yes. for these minor cases that don't need to be uh, taken to trial. Yeah. Well, uh, good luck with it. We'll, we'll keep on uh, interested in the results. Uh, what other things uh, uh, have you been working on this past year? Well, we did get a grant uh, related to human trafficking. So my office does not prosecute human trafficking cases because those are felonies, but we do get a lot of cases that are the result of human trafficking. For example, prostitution cases. The police in Long Beach tell us that in over 80% of the prostitution cases where there's a, a person arrested or detained, they believe there's a trafficker or a pimp behind that person. That they're not individual entrepreneurs as a Very few of them are, are truly independent entrepreneurs. The vast majority of them, at least 80%, there's a gang member that's pimping them. There's a trafficker that's behind them. But we're not catching all those people. So we, we've created a program, and it's funded by the Department of Justice, to help um, refer the victims into counseling. After they go to a few sessions of counseling, first of all, we're trying to help these people get on with their lives and get out of this life of yes. sex trafficking. But also, they're far more cooperative with law enforcement, and they're allowing these minor prostitution cases to really be transformed into felony pimping, pandering, human trafficking cases against the real culprit, the person that's behind the yes. sex trafficking. In fact, a recent example involved the Attorney General's office here in California. Uh, they actually filed what we believe is the first hate crime related human trafficking case in California. It was recently filed and just yesterday the defendant in the case was held to answer after a preliminary hearing. So it will go to trial probably in the next six months. Just out of curiosity, how does this trafficking become a hate crime? 
Well, in this particular case, the person who was the pimp was a white supremacist gang member, ah. uh, and the person who was being trafficked happened to be uh, African American. And there were a number of uh, reasons to believe that the motivation for what he was doing to her was race-related. Fascinating, fascinating. Okay, we'll be continuing this discussion after these messages. At the Port of Long Beach, we're not only delivering jobs, smart ideas and forward-thinking environmental initiatives. We're also delivering opportunity for all of Southern California. Oh, and a clearer horizon line. To learn more, go to polb.com. The Port of Long Beach. Thinking outside the docks. Plus Tire, you'll find we carry Toyo Tires. For over 50 years, Toyo has been a world leader in the development of high-quality tires. Optimum performance, safety, and a comfortable ride. That's what makes Toyo Tires great. And now come into Performance Plus Tire for a great deal on these Toyo Tires. Proxies ST, Open Country AT, and Proxies 4. Toyo Tires, driven to perform. Come in today and we'll install new Toyo Tires on your vehicle while you wait. Performance Plus Tire on Cherry Avenue, one mile north of the 405 in Long Beach. We're back with our city prosecutor, Doug Hobbard. Doug, you were talking about uh, uh, sex trafficking and the use of social workers uh, to counsel with the women involved, and they, over time, begin to open up. They're reluctant initially to open up because uh, of intimidation, but uh, over time, they, they seem to, to start talking more. Yeah, absolutely, and it's a unique approach to this, this area. It's very, very hard to catch the pimps and the traffickers that are behind the sex trade. All you usually catch is the person involved in the sex act, uh, the prostitute, right. if, if you will. Uh, and so what we're trying to do really is open it up and get counseling for the victims while at the same time they become more cooperative with law enforcement. And I think it's important to do these things here. L.A. County seems to be the epicenter of the human trafficking epidemic in, in, in America. It's a shock to a lot of people to think that right here quote, at home, L.A. County is the center of this. It's very real. It's in L.A. County. It's in Long Beach. Fortunately, I, I should add, we have some national leaders here uh, in 
Los Angeles County. Don Kanabi, one of our county supervisors, has really taken a lead on the policy side. Yes. Jim McDonald, our sheriff, uh, is a nationally known uh, expert in this area. And we uh, recently had District Attorney Jackie Lacey on, and very passionate discussion of there is no such thing as a child prostitute. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and absolutely. So we're doing some things here. We've recognized the problem early, and we're doing some innovative things to try, try to combat it. And I suspect that the things that we're doing here will be replicated throughout the country and will eventually make a significant impact. Outstanding. Well, each year, uh, Doug's office gives out what's called impact awards. These are people that have helped the office in one way or another. And quite recently, uh, a group of awardees pictured here, not all of them, but most of them. Uh, who gets these awards and why? Well, this is a way for my office to thank and recognize people who working with our office have helped to make a significant positive impact in Long Beach. So we call them impact awards. So uh, last night we were able to give awards to a number of people. Since we were talking about human trafficking, I'll just mention two counselors that we gave awards to. One was Karen Wyatt. And we hold up the picture here of Karen and it's Karen Wyatt in the red, and Claudia Lopez is standing next to her. And the two of them are counselors. They work for local nonprofits here. And they really go above and beyond the call of duty uh, when it comes to providing services. They will, they will drive to meet the victim anywhere in Los Angeles County. Um, they do a number of things that really are beyond what anyone could ask of them. And that's helped to make our program a, a great success. They work very closely with Tracy McGee, one of my prosecutor assistants in the office. So we wanted to recognize them. We also recognized last night two uh, deputy attorney generals who are handling that case I mentioned uh, a moment ago. One is based out of Sacramento, the other is based out of Los Angeles. But they picked up this case and are pursuing it very aggressively. And we do believe it will be the first hate crime related human trafficking conviction in California. And also pictured in the last picture we held up was Assemblyman Patrick O'Donnell, and he's introduced some legislation that's helpful here. Yes, uh, again, Los Angeles County seems to be at the epicenter of this, and our leaders are taking a leadership role. Patrick O'Donnell was a Long Beach City Councilman, and he's now a state assemblyman. So he's really taken this issue to the state level and introduced legislation to help combat human trafficking. And he's really closing a loophole and allowing us to go after, uh, as much as we can, the people who are behind the, the sex trafficking who aren't necessarily identified as pimps and traffickers. Because again, the vast majority of them fly under the radar and they're very hard to catch. Uh, trafficking is very hard to detect, but his legislation will help take a dent out of human trafficking. Outstanding. And I know uh, that gangs uh, find this a very lucrative uh, source of revenue, even more so than drugs, which uh, when you sell a drug, then you have to get a replacement drug. But with, uh, with these young victims, they can be used again and again, mm -hmm. resold as it were. And so I know how dedicated uh, Don Kanabi, uh, District Attorney Jackie Lacey, and Sheriff Jim McDonald are together with your office in, in addressing this problem, which a lot of folks are surprised to find is so concentrated in Los Angeles County. Who would have thunk? Well, you're right. It's a big gang problem, and, and I'm glad you mentioned those leaders because they really are national leaders on this issue, not just local leaders, but all three of them are national leaders. Yeah. Well, what other things are, uh, are the office involved in that uh, I know that, that, that you always believed in the broken window theory to, to fix up uh, minor uh, 
what do they call them? Uh, well, you, you want to prevent a minor um, problem, neighborhood blight, from becoming full-blown blight. It's yes. very hard to turn a neighborhood around once it's become blighted. Yes. Uh, so here in Long Beach, obviously, there's a number of things that we can do. I think one of the interesting things is while I've been in office, there's been a sea change in the criminal justice system. And we talked about the crime stats uh, just a moment ago. It used to be that misdemeanor prosecution was the way you can focus on some of the minor criminals and some of the minor problems. What we're finding, though, is that our hands are really quite full with felons, people who normally would have been prosecuted as felonies and taken to state prison. What we're finding is that's now congesting our misdemeanor courtrooms, if they even show up for their, their court appearance. Because of Prop 47? Prop 47 is absolutely a big part of it. Realignment has, has changed uh, yeah. whether or not there's room in the county. So you have less them. resources to go after the, the broken windows these days? Absolutely. Our resources are stretched very, very, very thin. We are prosecuting far more dangerous people than this office has ever prosecuted really? in the history of the office. Absolutely. Wow. wow. Okay, we'll be continuing this discussion after these messages. How do you like your chances the rest of the way? I got no idea. But I do know that if we stay with Naples Rib Company, at least we won't go hungry. Coach, what do you think about some of those questionable calls tonight? Oh, yeah. But if you want a sound call, I'd call Naples Rib Company. You can't miss on that call. Then Naples Rib Company is part of your game plan? There really is nothing more motivating than a great barbecue meal at Naples Rib Company. Victory or not, Naples Rib Company, great game plan. Founded in 1976, Polly's Gourmet Coffee is Southern California's most complete gourmet coffee store. Polly's has the best tasting coffee, freshly roasted every day right in the store. Plus a wide selection of teas, an in-house bakery, espresso bar, patio dining, and more. We also offer Wi-Fi, free internet access for all of our customers. Our nationwide clientele agree, when it comes to coffee, there's only one name to remember. Polly's, 4606 East 2nd Street, welcoming you into Belmont Shore. When I was a boy growing up in Italy, I had a dream to own my own store. I came to the United States and I worked hard as a tailor. Hi, I'm Umberto. I've been in Long Beach since 1960, carrying the finest quality men's clothing. It was a long way away, but styles are just around the corner. Umberto, 2141 Bellflower, Long Beach. Phone! Does anybody work here? Jeez. Satellite TV, what's the problem? I have a question about my bill. And since you merged with the phone company, I don't know who I'm supposed to call. Well, you should probably call the phone company. I did. They told me to call you. Please call them back and tell them that we told you to call them. They told me you tell me that. And told me to call you. Let me transfer you directly to the phone company then. It's wow. time to move on from satellite. For customer service without the runaround, get Spectrum. They transferred him back, sir. We're back with our city prosecutor, Doug Hobbit. Doug, let's st take a step back and just look at the gang problem. Uh, we have 5,000 gang members in Long Beach, 1% of our population. It's been that way for decades. Uh, what are we going to do to address this problem? How are we going to get uh, these young men and women into more productive pursuits? Well, I'm glad you mentioned the gang problem, and if there's any one bright spot, I do think um, we are seeing a dramatic decline in gang activity 
uh, and in the presence and impact of gangs in our community. There's, there are still gangs, criminal street gangs in Long Beach, they are still active. But I think Long Beach is actually heading on a course to make long-term and short-term improvements. I mentioned our use of technology, just for one example. By using technology, we increased the number of gang court order arrests 760% in a three-year period. Wow. And at the same time, we had a 20% decrease in police officers. So it's not because we put more officers on the problem. Uh, we have fewer officers, 20% fewer officers, 760% more uh, gang arrests. I know that's made a difference, but that's a short-term difference. It's a short-term impact. Long Beach is trying to make a long-term impact, and about two years ago it adopted a plan they call Safe Long Beach. And even before that, our office had started a gang prevention strategy, uh, dealing with keeping kids in school. Um, chronic truancy, by the way, is way down in Long Beach Unified School District. You, know, you made that point on an earlier show that uh, there's no excuse for a 10-year-old not being in school, and, and you're zeroing in on the parents that allow that, or well, parents. 75% of chronic truants never graduate from, from high school. And they, that's they a predictor out. of crime in the future. It's a predictor of gang involvement. It's a predictor of crime. It's a predictor of substance abuse. You're twice as likely uh, to be involved in uh, drug or alcohol abuse if you don't finish high school. So there's a number of negative consequences if kids don't follow through and finish school. So I think we, we can starve gangs of new recruits, and we can reduce the number of people that go into gangs by keeping them in school longer and longer, at least until they graduate from high school. And we're working on that, but that's a long-term project. That doesn't change anything overnight. That's a 10-year, you know, 20-year strategy. But we've got to begin somewhere because uh, this has been a, a fixture of our community. I think over half of the homicides each year are gang-related. Absolutely. At least half. The FBI did a report a few years ago. They did a national gang threat assessment and they said about half of all violent crime across the country is gang related and in some urban areas it's as much as 90% gang related yeah. so we know we know gangs that small percent that might be 1% of the population but that 1% is responsible for a large amount of the violent crime so we have to focus on that 1% absolutely well let's spend a moment getting up close and personal with our guest you were first elected in 2010 as city prosecutor and then you were reelected in 2014 with 73% of the vote against your opponent. So the voters felt uh, you were doing a pretty good job, which, which you have been. Uh, but how does it feel now uh, being in office for, I guess, six years, almost six years? Well, there's a lot of work still to be done. Um, and I'm not a particularly religious person, but to the extent I'm here for a reason, and to the extent I'm given an opportunity to do something meaningful in my community, um, I have to tell you, I feel blessed uh, every day. I have a wonderful office. I live in a wonderful community. And to have the opportunity to make that community better uh, it really is just about the most fantastic uh, career a person could have. So I'm very lucky to be in this position. I was just struck by the similarity of what you just said to our guest last show was uh, Laura Dowd. Uh, our city auditor, and she too is a native of Long Beach, and she too loves her job, and she too is doing an outstanding job, and she too feels uh, blessed by the opportunity uh, that she has to give back to her city. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about public service. Uh, you know, we're not perfect here in Long Beach, and uh, but I think we have. Uh, we have pretty pretty good public servants in elective office and, and political office. Uh, 
and it's uh, it makes Long Beach special. People people seem to know each other in Long Beach uh, in an in a informal way that uh, is very rewarding. Yeah, Long Beach is a unique place, and as you know, you run into the same people over and over. So although it's a city of a half a million people, uh, it really has a small town feel uh, yeah. in a lot of ways. Uh, and interestingly, you wrote an article recently that I read that had to do with ethics in, in government. Uh, and I think it's extremely important to be moving in the right direction. And there's always going to be scandals across the country. Things happen. But I, I feel that here in Long Beach, uh, there is an effort made uh, to create and promote transparency, to work together, for example, as opposed to at odds with one another. We have a, a, a relatively young city council, but they take their jobs very seriously. You just mentioned the city auditor, Laura Dowd, and our, our city attorney, who didn't mention uh, Charlie Parkin. Uh, these are people that have a great deal invested in the community, just personally, socially. There's a great love for the city. Uh, and, I, and I feel very positive, I guess, about the, the direction the city is moving, not for any one particular reason other than I think there are people that have uh, their heart in the right place um, and they're working together, which doesn't always happen at the city council level. Sometimes people are at each other's throats you bet. and nothing gets done productive when that's the dynamic. But we have a healthy dynamic here, I think. Well said, well said. On that note, we'll take a pause and return for the rest of our show after these messages. Trainees mixes California style with continental cuisine that includes fresh seafood from around the world. Since Phil is the chef, the menu has a wide variety of pastas, salads, soups, and appetizers that feature his unique personal touch. And the Italian-American signature dishes are simply beyond delicious. You never know who you're going to run into at Trainees, from the famous sports legends on the Wall of Fame to local celebrities having a drink at the bar. For the best fine dining experience, visit Phil Trainees. At Performance Plus Tire, you'll find we carry Toyo tires. For over 50 years, Toyo has been a world leader in the development of high-quality tires. Optimum performance, safety, and a comfortable ride. That's what makes Toyo tires great. And now come into Performance Plus Tire for a great deal on these Toyo tires. Proxies ST, Open Country AT, and Proxies 4. Toyo tires, driven to perform. Come in today and we'll install new Toyo tires on your vehicle while you wait. Performance Plus Tire on Cherry Avenue, one mile north of the 405 in Long Beach. There's a world of opportunity available through the College of Continuing and Professional Education at Cal State Long Beach. Would you like to move ahead in the field of human resources and personnel management? Sign up for the Human Resources Management Certificate Program. You'll learn how to expand your knowledge and skills and advance in this dynamic industry. For more information, contact the College of Continuing and Professional Education at Cal State Long Beach. You've been planning this moment for a long time. It couldn't be a more perfect moment. And you have the perfect ring that will tell her, I want to love you forever. But nothing is perfect. Don't listen to that guy. He got the ring at McCarty's. McCarty's yes. makes a moment. First, I'd like to thank uh, the law offices of Henry Salcido for sponsoring this special edition of Straight Talk with our city prosecutor, Doug Halbert. 
And uh, let me comment, I think we're very fortunate to have a prosecutor of the quality of Doug Halbert who is as committed to the job and as effective in the job as he is. So thank you, Doug, for your service to the city. And we have a minute or so left to give you to say whatever you want. Well, thank you. I, I feel blessed to have this position. You know, the one thing I would add is uh, my staff does a terrific job. They don't often get the recognition that they deserve. Um, but I think we have a pr the premier municipal prosecuting office in California, in my office. And the people in my office are not just excellent attorneys. They are excellent attorneys. But there's an investment in this community. They really do care about Long Beach. And they know Long Beach very well. Many of them live in the city. Um, but there's an investment here that's kind of unique for a law office. And you don't see this uh, in a lot of prosecuting agencies. But I just want to mention that uh, none of the things we've been able to accomplish, we would be able to do that without the work of the people in my office. So I want to make sure they get acknowledged. Ultimately, it's all up to the people in any organization. It's the people that make the difference and their commitment and their values. Absolutely. Okay. Well, thank you for joining us again. Thank you for having me, Art. It's a pleasure to be here. Okay. And thank you at home for joining us. Please be with us next week for the next edition of Straight Talk. Good night, everyone. Straight Talk has been brought to you by the Port of Long Beach, the Press-Telegram, and Scan Health Plan. And remember, Straight Talk is viewable 24-7 at straighttalktv.com.